Hey there, Marie Marks here, the host of Unfiltered, and welcome on the second episode of this podcast. Today I'm discussing with Camila. She is the owner of Fit Club Collective, a Madrid-based fitness brand. We're going to discuss about many things, nutrition, people, entrepreneurship, and how this young woman is currently building a very promising business. If you want to find out more, give this podcast a listen. And if you want to find out more about the next project, next episodes to come, don't hesitate to follow us and check me out on Instagram. Ciao. Hi, Camilla. Hi, Mary. How are you? Doing good in here. Very good. Thank you. So I was, on, I was on the website of Fit Club Collective. That looks amazing. Thank you very much. And I'm creating a new one. So... Tell me about it. I'm still moving to Madrid, um, actually. I'm a good friend also of, of, of Julia, so we have some friends in common. She was um, so she was, she was telling me about the gyms where she goes and stuff, and I was quite curious of finding a good solution for staying fit, but also with the situation with COVID and stuff. I'm not sure what to expect. So, so what's your plan with fitness, Fit Club, fit club Collective? So during these challenging times, we have created the digital studio as well. So you can connect from anywhere around the world and you can work out at any time. You have a library of content and also live workouts. And also we will be operating under our studio, which is located in Madrid. And we will have the hybrid format. So you can do only digital and also a mix of digital and presential. All right, that's super cool. I think you can count on me for, for joining. It looks really good. Thank and, you. Um, I will invite you for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of in terms of what led you to, to start Fit Club Collective, how did you get to that? Well, the story, it's quite cute. So I arrived to Madrid three years ago and I came as an exchange student to Segovia. And I lived in Madrid, so I did the commuting every day. And during that time, I found myself with a lot of time at the bus. And I wanted to get more involved at university, so I created the fitness club, as in the chess club, the Indian club, like all kinds of clubs that university has. So I created the fitness club, and I said, so I'm going to give free classes at Retiro Park once a week. And the first class that I gave at Retiro was a complete success. There were like... 70 re registrations and the following week there was even more people that wanted to participate and giving such a huge class it's illeg illegal on the park on a public space so that's when I found myself on this opportunity and location and started Fit Club Collective. That's awesome and like today it's an actual business isn't it? Exactly now it's a Spanish company. That's awesome. Oh, Thank you very much. And like yourself, so you were studying business, weren't you? Or were you studying sports? Or No, I, I studied communications and digital media in IE University. Okay, okay. And right now, um, what is the plan with the company? Are you launching more products? How do you see it growing? Exactly. So I believe that the digital world is something that is here to stay. So we will focus on still growing some content for the digital library. And of course, we want to create a new platform that has an app too. So people can access it from anywhere at, with any device. And then regarding the, the company, 
we're launching different products. We have a clothing line coming soon for fitness called the Fit Club Collective uh, Athleisure brand. And also we'll be launching several different little products that I cannot reveal yet, but have to do with nutrition. That's awesome. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Thank you. And what about yourself? So like before being this young business entrepreneur, businesswoman, um, what's your story? Like, who are you? Where do you come from? What led you to Madrid? So I'm Camila. They call me Cami or Camilita because I'm very petite. <laughs> and uh, I was born in Argentina. Uh, then I lived in Peru for two years. And then I moved with all my family to Switzerland, to Geneva for seven years. My childhood was there. And then we moved back to Peru for almost 12 years. And that's a, a little bit of my story of where I grew up. And then I came to Madrid three years ago. So I've moved kind of around the world. And my family's origin is from Chile, Peru, and Argentina. That's awesome. Una Latina. And a, exactly. Confesia Latina. And about me... Since I was a kid, I'm very como artistic. I sing, I dance, I act in Peru. When I was a child, I was like nine years old. I started in the actress field, in the theater, in the theater area, and I started being an actress and singing and dancing, and I really loved it. But it's a really demanding job for when you're so young because you don't have a social life and. It was kind of entering my teen years, so I kind of left that behind, but it's something that I love, and I hope to get into that track soon. That's very interesting. And in terms of, of like knowing that you have a very multicultural perspective as, a, as an individual, as a woman, do you think that this has influenced the way in which you grow your company or the way in which for, for example you hire or will hire the people in terms of team in terms of values I believe that having a multicultural background helps you to interact with people from all over the world I feel that one of the advantages that this experience is brought to me um, it's very easy for me to connect with people from different parts of the world and that's something very important when you create a business to be a really good networker and to really get to know people and their opinions and diversity is what makes <clears throat> an idea and a project very valuable and different to any company around the world absolutely what would you say um in terms of from a business perspective what is the biggest challenge that you faced being a young woman like in the entrepreneur field the the biggest challenge maybe the biggest challenge could be but I don't know is being very young maybe but nowadays I feel entrepreneurs are young and maybe it would be I don't know I think being a having the capacity to adapt yourself to challenges and situations the world changes every day sometimes it can be everything okay with for example with the landlord and from morning to night they tell you no you have to give back the space you have 24 hours and things like that and you have to really find solutions for that so i would say that one of the most challenging things of being an entrepreneur is to have the capacity to adapt to situations and create a solution no absolutely i'm totally with i'm totally with you when you mentioned the age for example the reason is like I'm 21 and I'm starting my, my own company right now. I have a, 
a fairly ambitious project. And it's true that, you know, starting a project, especially right now in, in times of COVID, everybody's scared of, of potentially investing or or taking that risk in, in, in different dimensions. So I think it's it's our duty as young people and as women to prove that we are capable. And even, for example, if things don't succeed exactly the way we want to be able to pivot, adapt, and even if we gave up on one particular project, just shift and try to build something else the fastest way possible. Exactly, I completely agree with you. Literally, I feel that now as young people and entrepreneurs, we are the voice of the young. And I believe that nowadays, the youngest like us really want to change the world and make a difference and create new concepts, not, not only regarding businesses, but also models. They, nowadays, I believe that students around the world don't see themselves sitting in an office from eight to eight. They want to do different things and kind of create their own concept as, as a person. No, totally. And, and I also feel like, for example, depending on what education you choose for yourself, but for example, I'm aware that IE is very much like entrepreneurship driven. Um, I'm myself very interested to do my master's there. And it's true that they have this very interesting value in terms of, in terms of, of entrepreneurship. But you see, many universities are shifting towards that because they see that now when you ask someone, what do you want to do with your life? Most international universities people will say oh I want to start my own business or I might go work in a consulting company or whatever for a few years and then start my own business when back in the days I think it was much more of I want to get a good job safety security and a family you know exactly exactly I think that depends a lot on the background of the person as well for sure for sure you see for example one of my biggest struggles um like So I, I, I'm Franco-British, so I have this multicultural background as well. I traveled and moved to several countries as a kid, lived in different places. And, you know, I have a, um, how do you say this? Like my mother is now in a recomposed family mm -hmm. and the man she is with, he has always lived in the same place. He's very, very talented with what he does, with his craft. He's really, really good, but he's never, you know, lived in different places. He's fully French and stuff. So it's really hard to communicate sometimes and sometimes I feel like I'm perceived that someone that just doesn't know what she wants and that always wants to go travel the world and always wants to do different things when in fact you see that your upbringing and your experience as a person truly truly exactly. shape how you you visualize the world right hey, completely I completely agree with you I think your background completely shapes your future For sure, for sure. But at the same time, like if you think about it, it's 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 interesting to find more, a balance. See, more than your background, I would say experiences. Exactly, exactly. Because at the same time, if you think about it, if it's just the background, then why would we have successful people that start from from nothing? You know. Exactly. That's why I correct myself and I say experiences. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's brilliant. That's that's super super good. And so with your app like you know there is currently quite a few apps and startups that target the fitness fitness segment especially digitally um exactly. there is like eight fit there is quite a few how how do you envision tackling these current uh apps and being different so i believe that fit club collective its first pillar of differentiation with its competitors it's the experience it brings to the user Uh, like 
every class is operated under a specific method that is completely different. No class is ever repeated, so you will never have the same workout. Again, <clears throat> then you have the community aspect. We foster a fitness family. We don't want it to be just a fitness club, but your family, your other family that is trying to achieve the same goals as you are. So what I see on a fitness brand or in my fitness brand is really a portal of health that you enter and you don't only can work out, but at the same time, learn on how to be healthier, not only physically, but mentally too. So it's not only the community, but the nutrition, but the fitness, but also the experience as a whole. So it's like it's it's an it's an overall lifestyle fitness coaching business that exactly. FitCup Collective it has three pillars and it's fitness, nutrition, and motivation. Fitness okay. you have the classes and the unique method. For nutrition you have the programs, the diets, and also we will have a little surprise launching soon. And regarding motivation, we do the events. Right now for the COVID situation, usually we did events, for example, at rooftops, at hotels, kind of workout, then you have a brunch and things like that. Now with the COVID situation, it's a little bit on hold, but we hope that in September we will be able to do a cool event on a terrace or something like that, bringing all the safety measures, but also the experience we want to bring. That's brilliant. I mean, I don't know if it's commu your communication skills, but I'm totally in like that. <laughs> When I move to Madrid, I have to, I have to take part in this. And no, you just have to. to. Definitely, definitely will. So in terms of growth, like business growth itself, you started how long ago? So FitCut Collective was born on September 2018. But when it was born, as I told you, it was born as a free fitness class in the park. And the concept as a whole was uh, positioned like a month after. So I would say like October 2018 and created as a company the following year uh, in 2019. Okay, okay. And today, how, how, um, how many people do you have taking part in your classes? Like what's the size of the community? So really, it depends a lot because we operate under seasons. So, for example, the first season, we can have 20 people. Then the, the, sec the third season, we can ha have 50 international communities that we built uh, during the COVID and the quarantine season. That, for example, all of those people that are not presently in Madrid, we have to create a specific program that people can access from anywhere. So I wouldn't be able to explain how large is our sample because it's really variable depending on seasons okay okay that's amazing and in terms of like management of communication considering people are away is it done via zoom have you used i don't know slack whatsapp how do you communicate with your international community community so first of all i think that one of the most important tools that everyone should use nowadays for their is social media not only because it's free but also because it's a really simple way to reach your audience also potential consumers but at the same time we also communicate with them directly we believe that the more person personalized and customized program that you really can interact from the company to the user without so many intermediates that's the best so sometimes we even create whatsapp groups 
um, for transformation programs because we have a, a concept called transformation programs that are short duration programs, like for example, 30 days, 20 days, 14 days, that integrates the three pillars I mentioned before, fitness, nutrition, and motivation. And you have to accomplish a goal with your group in that amount of days, in for example, 14 days. So when, when we do the transformation programs, we try to communicate as direct as possible to ensure the motivation. So we create WhatsApp groups. Or, but for other kinds of communications, usually we use or the mailing or the webpage or social media. That's really cool. I like this. You have to make sure that people are really, really engaged. Exactly. That makes exactly. Sense. Do you have any... Like, so far, do you have any transformational story or, or like, someone that told you, hey, like, your project changed the way I, I do fitness? Or Yes, I do. I do. I cannot, re I cannot mention their names, but I have a no, few... No, 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 that doesn't matter. See, I have a few clients that has started with Fit Club in 2018 and have not stopped which show me that really our clients are very, very loyal and that not only the method works, but also the fact that having a, a community, because I've seen that now she she's friends with a lot of people in, in Fit Club Collective. And that has happened to a lot of my clients that I see that their network. So for me, that's an achievement to see them not only healthier and happier, but also more connected with people. That's amazing. For someone that would want to... To participate how would you say they have to sign up like go on your on your website just just sign up that way or go for a network how, how do you manage the customer enrollment so it's very simple you go into the website and you can have a free trial class or you can book sessions or you can book program or you can even book uh, ebooks which we have also you can book whatever program and product you want and also we you can talk directly by instagram to us or any social media platform like hey we want to try our class can we try it and i'll send you like a coupon that's super cool how, how many people work in the company right now we are one two three four that's cool that's cool and like it's your yeah. full-time full-time job now now it is my full-time job. I already graduated, so until May, it was kind of part-time because I still had university, but now it's my full-time job. So I'm very excited to grow the company. I love, I love seeing, like, young people, like, young women especially, just say, you know, fuck it, I'll just make it happen. And, and when it works, it's even better. See, I, see, exactly. I think that... It really depends on the attitude you're giving to your everyday actions. Sometimes when you just give it like with a good attitude and things will work out eventually. You just have to keep trying. And if you stumble, you have to get up and find another solution. The thing is not to get stuck. Absolutely. And also, I, I've, I've find, found a big problem with my attitude, for example. Right now, um, I'm starting to build this double-sided marketplace. I was telling you for sports horses. And it's really hard because I want to launch this project, but I don't have the coding skills. So I either need to find capital from investment to get started or the people that have the right skills for the, for the products. So it's kind of like I'm always on my laptop trying to just focus work, work, work. And I, I tend to forget that maybe going for a run or maybe just, you know, have a friend on the phone, just taking a step back and not being so harsh on my ambition to myself is very important. And I think that this is where a product like 
um, Fit Club Collective could make a lot of sense because it's part of your lifestyle. It becomes part exactly. Of For me, it's so important. I believe that during these ch- times, during COVID and the quarantine I faced, I think Fit Club Collective kept me sane, really, like healthy and mentally stable. And sometimes I discuss this with my business partner that we're really grateful not only for having this business and really growing it and giving it all so it's a cool concept and really it works. But at the same time, it forces us to stay healthy because we're not only the directors of the company, but at the same time, we're also teachers because we love sharing moments. We love teaching and things like that, that that's one of the most fulfilling feelings for me that really finishing in class and people saying like, thank you, I feel so much better right now after this class and things like that, that for me, that keeps me very sane. Honestly, when I feel blocked or something, I really find it doesn't matter if it's five minutes, eight or three seconds to really breathe or maybe exercise or maybe take some time for me to just lay on my bed or cook something or go for a walk for because when you're locked in your room and really working, you kind of get blocked and the ideas don't flow so much. So sometimes you just have to change space, even go with your laptop to a cafe or to a different spot to receive some sunlight or something that really powers your, your mind. Definitely. No, I totally, totally agree with this. You know what's my favorite cafe in Madrid to work? Where? Do you know Religion Cafe on, on Maria de of Molina? Course. Next of to course. Of course, I love it. Yeah, it's one of my favorite spots. Like, I could be able to just spend my day there. How good is this? <laughs> me, me too. I love religion, but I also love uh, Wake Up. Uh, wake Up in, in Trueca. In No, there's one in um, Velasquez with Maria Molina. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, true. Wake Up new. is really cool. Definitely. Cafe cool. Is, 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 is a good thing. But unfortunately, I think for many entrepreneurs, ca- caffeine becomes a strong addiction. See, honestly, I'm a strong believer that you have to respect caffeine. (laughs) So what I do is every morning, my religion is I drink like an espresso or a coffee shot. I exercise and then I normally don't drink more coffee throughout the whole day. The only reason why I would drink a coffee later during the day is because I have more sport to do or something like that. Or, you know, I don't drink more coffee. No, that necessarily makes sense. I fall on the addiction side. So imagine, like, I wanna, I wanna, um, I wanna have a trial now, and I wanna kind of personalize uh, Fit Club Collective to my lifestyle. Let's say I'm super busy. Let's say I don't know. I'm this this, this super occupied person, but I still want to have the experience, have the this part in the community. Can we adapt Fit Club Collective to the lifestyle of people, like very, very? In a, in a very personalized way. Completely. For me, when I see Fit Club Collective, I think of a salad or a pokeball that you can add toppings to it. So depending your lifestyle and how busy you are, you can choose and build your own pokeball or your own salad. So you, for example, choose presential classes or choose hybrid program or choose only digital programs and then add card and maybe then add a t-shirt from Fit Club Collective and a transformation program and then you, you maybe don't have time for the networking events but you want to join one event on Zoom your own program okay that's amazing in terms of, of customer focus who would you say is your ideal person as part of the community who is the persona of Fit Club Collective 
so I believe in the world of health and fitness, there's no, no way of not including everyone. I believe sport and fitness and health is for everyone. If I had to draw my consumer persona, it would be a more female into 20, 19 to 50 years young target. Okay. Okay. And in terms of, of pricing, how do you adapt yourself to what's currently offered on the market? Because we have, for example, some very, very cheap gym um, access. We have also we some are very positioned cheap in the Exactly. So we have in, in Spain in general, you have three concepts which are different. Then you have the low cost gyms, kind of CR7, basic fit, etc., that you pay and you have a gym and that's all. And then you have the high-end fitness uh, gyms. Then you have like Reebok, Boutique Gym and things like that. And you pay a monthly fee and you have the whole gym for yourself and it's more premium. And then you have the Boutique Gym experience that it's, for example, Ciclo, that is, for example, Fit Club Collective as well. For example, Tracy Anderson, etc. Prices vary a lot, but it's a niche boutique. Why? Because it brings an experience. It's not going to the gym and finding your way and see what you take with your hands and start doing exercise, but you're always guided here. Okay. So in, in that sense, knowing that it's an experience, you have to constantly like be creative and, and just find new ways okay. in which you can inspire your community. What is your process as a founder to get that inspiration and bring these new ideas to your business, bring these new, I mean, how do you shape all these different programs every time? I believe that it's so important that when you have an idea, it doesn't matter the time it is, if you're drinking wine or you're just drinking coffee or you're running for a job, literally, it's so important to just take notes and write it. And then you can kind of shape these ideas. Normally, I'm a really creative person. I come up with really extravagant ideas sometimes that sometimes I sit down, put it on paper and say, I think this is a bit too much and things like that. But I usually kind of inform myself, look at the competition. Also, look what works for myself. I'm also a young person. I love fitness. I love being healthy. In terms of nutrition, I'm a balanced person. I'm human. I like eating a lot when I work, eating healthy. I kind of, I'm human too. So at the same time, I use myself as an example saying, okay, so what works for me? What can help me stay motivated? Because at the end of the day, we're kind of the young people in general. Everyone is kind of a fitness hopper. We start with one thing. After three months, we get tired. We change. After a few <laughs> months, I don't want to go to the gym again. Then I want to change. <laughs> and I completely understand it because I've been there. I've been there. I felt that. So what I try for Fit Club is that every season has something different and valuable that will want you make stay in fit club collective because it's different the experience you're gonna have that's super cool that's super cool can you give us uh, an example of a past for example a past program just so we get an idea of of how it's shaped so for example a transformation program that we did this year called revolution revolution or revolution it was a 60 days transformation program in which you had unique classes that you had to attend in the fitness center. Then you had events with alliances. We have alliances with healthy restaurants in Madrid. So we did also little events for networking. 
Then we also did a job at Retiro, kind of a running club, and we kind of integrated uh, in the nutrition part. We also gave como a specific kind of diet for the people that were interested to, and for the others, only como recommendations and things only to push a little bit more those goals and really get them accomplished. And it's a program of 60 days, and the idea is that the community stays really engaged and each other every day and the idea is that in 60 days you see a transformation in yourself not only body wise but as i said mentally wise really feel lighter and happier and simpler what is what did you learn um in the course of launching your business and interacting with clients and trying to you know always better and upon their feedback what did you learn as a business person and also as a as a human as a business person I believe that you have to learn to really always stay calm and don't get frustrated because when you get frustrated, things don't work out. And <laughs> it's for me. <laughs> <laughs> and also, this is kind of a cliche, but the client is always right. That's something that you cannot blame the client for anything. I wouldn't, as a company, we don't do that. Even if there was a mistake or whatever, we usually take the blame or find us guilty for anything that didn't work out because we believe that having the client happy is the beginning of a successful business having a client happy and loyal to the company and as a human I feel one of my biggest learning is that as a person I love sharing experiences I'm a really person person that I really want to people person that I really want to connect with people and share experiences like I do not see myself not teaching classes for Fit Club Collective because I want to bring my own method and my own way of literally transmitting my kind of energy to the concept. That's amazing. So it's like bringing together your passion, your mentality, your vision as a human and your business together in, into your lifestyle. I mean, the, the, the experience exactly. for you right now must be passionating. Exactly. No, it's a constant learning, not only for me but I believe for for everyone as I'm a, I'm a young person and every day for me is a challenge and the things I don't know I have to really come on investigate and learn them and the things I do know I have to be an expert and really apply them so I believe that having your own business is a constant learning and it's even more demanding than working for someone in another company because it's your baby if you don't put effort every single day the, the company starts to die and nothing happens so you really have to love your company and love what you do. And I feel proud to say that I love what I do. That's amazing. And uh, so, so what, what does the, the Camila of the future looks like in terms of vision, but not just Fit Club Collective? Like, how do you see yourself? So the, the Camila of the future, and I tell this story from a long time ago, is like a tree. I'm the, the, the tronco. <laughs> <laughs> and I have come on many, many branches. And I feel that, I want to be a different kind of concept of a professional. So I want to have different kind of businesses. First, I want to position Fit Club and grow it as a company and maybe expand it and bring it, them, bring it to different locations. But at the same time, I have different ideas. I'm kind of creating my second startup, which is a digital communication agency. That is my second project that I'm launching soon. And at the same time, you have the artistic kami that creates content and i love writing and really creating content and blog things singing dancing acting i really see myself really diverse but of course as an entrepreneur 
Okay. Okay. That's interesting. I'm trying to I'm trying to bring together the 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 vision of who you are as we haven't met yet. Exactly. But no, that's super awesome. Well, look, it's it's been a super super cool conversation. Uh, very inspiring, though. I should I should just hire you as my as my personal coach. Like <laughs> more than happy. I, I do that too. I'm a personal coach too. <laughs> that's cool. Well, you know, because like in the in the, you know, it's always interesting to have someone that's able to come into what you do as a as a as a friend or as an entrepreneur whatever and say hey like I think that you should just take a step back breathe go for a run whatever and it's true that when we don't have to rely to rely on 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 anybody else we kind of kind of be harsh to our own selves right so I think that's where that's where Fit Club Collective could really fit with my lifestyle but anyway story for another day um I'll definitely investigate so just to to close off this podcast um Tell me what would be your best advice for someone that wants to start a business very young in, in any field right now? My best advice would be don't be afraid to take some risks because if you don't, you'll never know. Yeah, that's true. Regret is, is potentially worse. Exactly. And I believe a lot of people live in that, in regret. I would have if I would have and I feel that just get, having things done and being young and at the end of the day, what's the worst that can happen? You stumble and you learn. That's the worst thing that can happen. Literally Absolutely. learning. It, everything is a learning experience. And if the first time it doesn't work out, it's going to work out maybe the second time, the third time, and you're going to become stronger and have more, more know-how. And at the end of the day, you're going to pull it up. Absolutely. Do, do, you feel like, do you feel like sometimes some people around you don't understand um, that being an entrepreneur is is also a learning path because sometimes for example if I try to explain to my family or some members of my family that are very much corporate like they would think oh but like you're doing your studies at distance right now and at the same time you're trying to build a company why don't you just you know go to normal uni get a master's get a job focus yeah because at the same time at work I'm doing a lot of things but it seems like when you try to do something different than what society sets for you, people don't understand. Have you felt that? Mm, in my case, I haven't felt that that much. Of course, people sometimes think that having a company, it's simple. You just run it and that's cool. But it's completely the opposite for me. It's completely harder. But I'm very lucky that I have a family that has always supported me and supported all of us to really do what makes us happy. I will never forget my mom telling me what I, when I was younger, saying, Camila, if you want to play the flute, okay, play the flute, but be the best one playing the flute. Like, we don't care <laughs> what you do, just be the best one at what you want to be. And the most important thing is to be happy, to wake up every day from your bed and be motivated and happy with what you do. So I really respect people that think that it, the traditional way of kind of following step one, two, three should be, that's okay. There's some people that work like that and it works for them. But some people like us entrepreneurs, we kind of think out of the box and sometimes we need a kind of different path. And that's kind of the coolest thing about life that there's not only one way to go, but there's plenty of ways. And that's what makes the world diverse and full of ideas. Absolutely. I love, I love how you speak about your mom because my mom is, if I have to choose one supportive person, that's the one and she always said the same thing to me like doesn't matter what you go in just make sure you're happy and make sure you work really hard 
but um it, it's funny how it's funny how you know people people that don't understand or people that are scared to take their own risks to achieve their own dreams are the ones that often try to bring you bring you down or tell you not to do things of course and there will be a lot of of jealousy and a lot of people not wishing you the best and things like that but at the end of the day I don't take it personally I feel that some people sometimes are going through a rough patch and they're so it's their way of liberating kind of the 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 backpack they have on them and things like that. And the the thing I like the most is to kind of really share this positive energy, energy I have in me most of the time. I'm kind of a rainbow vibe person. So, and with the people that it's not aligned with my energy, I try to kind of bring them, bring it to them. And if they don't want to share it, that's also okay. We're all different, but I don't believe in the people that bring you down because I believe that no one should ever bring anyone down. Absolutely. We have to we have to continue pushing on this empowerment of a diverse, ambitious society. Exactly. And especially between women. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason also why I started this podcast, actually. Unfiltered to me is, you know, because I had a podcast before that was very, very focused on venture capital and entrepreneurship. And now I want to, of course, speak with entrepreneurs, but also with people that might be, for example, not what you can call a typical entrepreneur, but for example, a graphic designer that travels the world or someone that just has a job but does things differently than other people or just people that kind of break the rules and the norms just to, to do what makes them happy. And I think that's where you find your perfect fit into this conversation. See, I completely agree. Well, Camila, thank you so much. And uh, hopefully we'll have a discussion soon about how successful your past program was. Thank you very, very much, Mary, for your time and for inviting me to your podcast. And I hope to get to know you very soon and let me know when you're in Madrid so I can train yeah. you. Let's, let's set a meeting at like Religion Cafe in like weeks. For sure. Just let me know when you're here. Awesome. All right. Take care. Have a cool day. Thank you. Ciao. Bye. bye. bye.